Hey, how are you? Welcome to the Outback Bonfire Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon, and with me I've got my two co-hosts, Alyssa and Carl. Hello. Howdy. And it's been a wild week. Uh, we've all been up to a lot of different things. I'm just going to start by saying Resident Evil Village came, uh, Resident Evil Village came out. Yeah, that's what it's called. And Yay. I've played I've played a, a, a bit of it, and I'm quite enjoying it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. She uh, Not as sexy as I thought it was going to be. But really, what are you playing it on? <laughs> on PC. <laughs> have you have you no, seen no, the mods no. that looks... come out for it? Oh, no, I haven't. No. Are they any good? <laughs> someone someone made a full nude Lady Damascus uh, mod. <gasps> oh, perfect. It took it took a week. There is no yeah, flurries. I was sitting I was sitting in, at, at my girlfriend's place. I was looking through Facebook. Um, I showed her it, and she was the one that turned around and went, "Can we watch the video of what it looks like?" I'm like, "Fuck it, all right, let's and go." I've already um, got the mod installed. Um... <laughs> You've already got the mod installed. <laughs> no. I I'm I've really been enjoying uh, it, but we'll get further into that in the in the background. But I'd like to thank uh, I was gonna say I'd like to thank our our, our week sponsors, Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> just oh I, god, just please tell me we don't have Raid because I've like watched so many YouTube videos recently that I've always been like Raid Shadow Legends, and I'm like ah, here they are again. They're still relevant, oh right, guys? Right, right, right. Yeah. All right, Alyssa, what'd you get up to this week? This week. And I re-downloaded Bioshock, the remastered version this time, though. Ooh, so that's tasty. exciting. I haven't played it yet, but I'm excited. Otherwise, I've just been streaming lots of Minecraft on stream, you know, having lots of viewers, so it's been good. It's Brilliant. Been good. Mm-hmm. That's what you want. Yeah. And Carl, what have you been up to this week? Um, I've actually gotten back into GTA Online. Oh. Mm. Mm, yeah, I've got I've got a mate of mine that every um actually you guys know him Kenny mm-hmm. uh from from high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah, and yeah. I on a Monday night without fail like we go down I'm always down to his joint and we sit down and do an old fashioned land party for a couple of hours after work and we just sit down and we just play GTA yeah. and we scroll around online doing all the heists. That's old awesome. school yeah. land parties are the best shit. Old yeah. old school land parties are the best man. Like That's I, so I love it. Like I think it's it's fun when you sit there and you like you're playing games with friends on Discord. It's it's really fun, but then having that in person when you're doing dumb shit and you're screwing around and having fun with it, I think that's just it, it is a whole different like energy to it than what saying playing online with Discord is. Have you remember the last LAN party we had? And it was just the like last LAN party we had was Thieves. Yeah, all of us sitting in a garage drinking. And it was like it was good CF fun. Thieves. Fucking really yeah. good fun. You need to play Sea of Thieves with a person in the room though. I feel like yeah, it's not I a think game so- you can play. Sea of Thieves is a game you either need to play with friends or play with friends around you. It's a, it's it's a game yeah. you can play by yourself, but it just it loses so much of the fun factor when you're playing it solo. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, let's yeah. move on to our gaming tech or science news for the week. Uh, I haven't got a lot. I've seen that Telstra released a inside Telstra store when you have. Uh, like Telstra as your provider. There's like a reward store. Mm-hmm. And inside the okay. reward store, it's like 8,000 uh, 8, reward points for a gaming headset. I think it was like the Razer Z or X or something. It's like 8,000, yep. po- or the HyperX. It was a HyperX. It was like 8,000 gaming points for this and you have to pay $89. But when you looked up the same headset on like Centacom or like PC case gear, the headset was like seventy bucks alone. Oh no! So not only were they trying to get it, nice. you know, mark. They were trying to get you at a markup, 
and they make you feel like you're getting a reward at the same time. Yeah, so I feel like Telstra's Telstra's very odd when it comes to their rewards. Um, it's one of those things you sort of like I, it's if, if you do it and you remember with them and you've got the points to burn, then why not? But yeah, but at yeah, that like, point, it, it's, it's like, definitely not the first point you look at and go, "I'm buying my gaming gear from Telstra." Yeah, no, but also, you know, fucking, it's more expensive through Telstra, even though they're trying yeah. to show you that you're getting a reward, which you aren't. They're just trying to make a profit off you, like tricking you yeah. into getting it, which is bullshit. Which is absolutely bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, not cool, man. Not, not cool. cool. Anyone else got anything for this week? I know we're just gonna like base over that because I haven't actually got a lot for this week. <laughs> That's because okay. I've been busy as a motherfucker. I got a filling in my fucking tooth. Ow! Ow. <laughs> fucking Ow. shit. This is why we talk about games because adult life sucks. Adult life fucking sucked, man. <laughs> well, yeah. this week in Apex. We had Arenas, the 3v3 game mode. Everyone's talking about it. Some people really like it. Some people aren't sure. It's first to three. That's how you win. And yep. when every round starts, everything's taken away. You start with nothing. But if you win, you obviously get more points to buy more good stuff. And I have been seeing lots of people give advice that you should be playing like really slow games. And maybe that's why I'm really bad at it. Because I just like run in. Apparently not how you meant to do it. Yeah, I've, I've so, <laughs> so play it more tactically yeah, than it is. Like draw it like, out. Um, well, no, because yeah. it's the three v three mode is really good because you get to you you start the game with a single shield, uh, white shield with two cells, and then you get like your you get your like your tactical ability, and then like you got your ultimate at the same time. But you can you have to buy your ultimate, so no one really starts with their ult. except for a few people who can like buy their ult off the off the go. But like a lot of you, a lot of them can't. Um, I find it really good. I played it. I've been really enjoying the, the, the arena mode purely because I get to stand on my own merits and not have to rely on other teammates who are going to fuck up and make mistakes. Like it's, it's really okay. good. Like the, the first round I always shine because it's like, it's, you just, you get a sniper rifle or like, or like some sort of marksman rifle and then you just wait and then, then you take pot shots. Because they've only got two power, they've only got two armor cells. You've only got two armor cells, but you don't want to get close enough for that. It fascinates me that the sniper rifles are affordable the first round. Like I didn't think that they would do that. Like the way that the weapons are priced actually surprised me. Like for example, the wingman you can get the first round as well. Yeah, and like the they're wingman strong. is a shotgun pistol, correct? Uh, no, no, wingman's the revolver. Oh, so, okay, like, yep. Strong guns are available, and I just I'm not confident with those guns as well. Yeah. Is it maybe because of fire rate? that they've sort of made them a, a lower price. Like, cause if you think with all the snipers, like they're a lot, like correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of them are all sort of like bolt action now. Mm. And sort of. it's like, it's a thing where like, obviously like I'd imagine SMGs are probably priced a bit higher because you can get more rounds off quicker, which would mean the, like the rounds would like the actual like game rounds would go quicker. Yeah. yeah. Well, you say that, but there's only really one SMG that everyone uses and that's the R99 because of the fire rate and the amount of damage it does. Like no one, okay. no one's getting the vault, which is the energy SMG. No one's getting that. Yeah. Everyone's getting the okay. R99 or they don't get anything at all. But you also need to be conscious yeah. that you only have a certain amount of ammo and you can't get more in the middle of a round and like the R99 just melts through. It's I haven't, ammo. I I have not ran out of ammo using the R99 yet. Me either, but it's it's a it. risk if you're playing the long game. That's I all guess I'm it saying. Is. Yeah, uh, and like the price of I, grenades surprised me as well. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just wasn't They're pretty cheap. I don't know. I just wasn't ready. The way the way I've really learned how to play it is I play Octane. I buy my alt as soon as possible. 
I get the R99 and a bunch of grenades. I work out where they are, because everyone's just, like, jiggle-peeking and, like, hunkering down little areas. And spam it with nades, use your ult, jump over the top, and then, you know, away you go. But you're lucky. I gotta ask. Sorry, Carl, you go. You go. Yeah, I gotta ask. Is there, is there any direct correlation that you play Octane like you would play Junkrat in Overwatch? Uh, There's some jumping. Bit. I just, I just throw shit, <laughs> I just throw right. shit over walls. I don't even like, I don't even like bother with playing Junkrat strategically. I just wait until I get a corner and I just thunk, thunk, Yeah, literally thunk. how you I don't play even poke yeah. my head it's out. Just yeah. That's it. It's like onto the point. I don't give a shit. Well, I was- also, I play, I've been playing a shit ton of like Titanfall 2 as well. So like the movement is really what gets me going. Mm. Yeah, because I love that like speedy movement speed. I'm like, ah, oh, it feels like old times, but it's not because I can't wall run. It's but like bullshit. Also, Apex news: we had the new the bow, the bow check, the bow check, the bow, which the bow check was freaking out about, and they recently have nerfed it as well as the Spitfire got a nerf. So yeah, well, that's some reason. yeah, good. <laughs> that I was gonna say the the gun's been out maybe what a week. So I think that's sort of surprising. Oh, actually, that's not really surprising they nerfed it in the first week. I know usually every player sort of jumps on it as quickly as I can. Yeah. And that's when they sort of get a lot of their feedback, which is sort of a good thing. Yeah. Like, obviously, when you release a new weapon into any sort of, like, FPS game, you want to try and get the balancing right as quickly as possible. Because, obviously, when like you if you develop it and you think, all right, I'm just going to put it straight into the game, within, like, realistically, within about 48 hours, you've seen you know, potentially thousands of players sit there and pick this one weapon up and do things that you never even thought possible. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they would nerf it right away just because there had been, like, a few complaints. But obviously, like, the people, the pros, were the main threat because they just picked it up and were, like, doing an amazing job. <laughs> Arrow go, bro. Yeah, but I think the my thing with the bird check was it was so silent. Uh, but yeah, they haven't changed that, right. but they have changed... Like, body shot damage is from 70 to 60, so that's 10 points. That's quite dramatic. As well as the infantry slot count has been decreased from 48 to 28, so it takes up a lot more room in the inventory the ammo. So things like okay. that. And the Spitfire's uh, purple and gold mag size has been reduced from 55 to 50, because with the Spitfire, it was just insane. 55 bullets is the most for any gun. So that, the Spitfire is a, the, the energy LMG, isn't it? Nah. No, no, it's no. A heavy, the heavy energy. Heavy, heavy gun. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, it does a lot of damage, and with 55 bullets, it was just it was <clears throat> too much. So I'm glad yeah. they've reduced it at least a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, it's it's not... Apex is still, like, trying to find its feet a little bit. I feel like they're just, like... I don't know. I don't know. I feel like a lot of it is gimmicky. Like, a lot of the stuff is very gimmicky. Like, the, how the weapons are based and how they release them. I feel like if they really could, they would put that shit behind, like, a paywall. But then, like, the entire fan base would just tell them to get fucked. I can, I've, I can feel it. I can feel yeah, it. Yeah, you don't stomach. you don't want to put, like, it, you, know, you don't want to put weapons and stuff behind paywalls. I can feel it inside that, me that they 100% would do that. They would fucking, they would absolutely froth at the mouth of the idea of getting you to pay for guns using games. Well... I'll, I'll I'll make a point real quick, right? Um, Square Enix is currently under heat over that at the moment with the latest Avengers, uh, latest Marvel Avengers update because there's skins for the the Red Room, which is meant to promote the new Black Widow movie, and you do all the in-game content, and you grind out all the all the the quests and stuff, and to actually get these skins, you have to pay money. There's no, but it is directly behind a paywall. Damn. 
Yeah. So, fun. like, what's it called? And, and I know, I know their fan base. Like their fan base at the moment, I think at any one point, the max max amount of players online on Steam was like a thousand players, um, and that was, I think was at some stage last week. And you can already say that their fan base is already dwindled from what this what they planned on this game being. And if you've got you're putting skins and stuff behind paywalls, like yes, skins don't really sort of improve the game or the gameplay element of it, but to give players that freedom of how they want to look when they're playing the game and then to make players, you know, pay for that, you, you sort of see, start to see where the, the issues start to arise a little bit. Isn't that a paid game anyway? Um, so, Some of the skins in it are, yes. I thought no, and, I thought you had to buy the game. Oh, you do. So it's it's 60. Yes. I think when it, when it was released, it was like 90 bucks. Brilliant. Um, I think I now it. you can get it for as cheap as 50 Fuck. if you find it pre-owned, but Brilliant. Like, it's not... It's not a game that I would ever recommend picking up unless they did an entirely, like, they did a massive overhaul of the game. That's when I would recommend picking it up. But, like, I've seen it pre-owned for 30 bucks, and I'm like, maybe I'll get it. And then I just seen all the reviews of it still, and I'm like, yeah, maybe I won't. 30 bucks is definitely not worth, worth the price. See, I told you. Developers will yeah. do whatever the fuck they want. They want money. They it's, want your money, man, and they're going to they're gonna hook it out of your yeah. fucking pocket. Square Square Enix have essentially made what um what uh, and another version of Anthem with Avengers, and I reckon maybe give it two or three years and it'll be what Anthem's like. It'll just be dead in a hole. Oh fucking Anthem! What a it'll, it, it'll be it'll be another one of those ET on the Atari um what's it called situations where they just bury the game in a desert, take Anthem it off all storefronts, and just bury it. Anthem makes me sad. Anthem had potential. It's it's sad that they cancelled it. I reckon that the the rework would have made it a game that would have been worth playing but when Bioware want to put all their other developers on different projects and they just take people like all, all the main heads away from from the game to make it to, that, stopping it from actually becoming a like a a better reboot what do you do mm. yeah. what, a, what a segue what yeah. a fucking segue well back to your point Kras I don't think I agree that Apex is gimmicky <laughs> I think that it knows not to take itself too seriously and mm. I don't know. I think it's, I it's still finding speed a little bit, but I think overall it's definitely in a better place from, like, they made changes at the start of this season, which makes sense, and with arenas and everything, I, I think they know what direction they want to go in, and the player base is happier than ever. So many streamers are leaving other games, like Overwatch, to stream Apex full-time, and I actually think the community is in, like, probably the best place that it has been, as well as the game, because they're a reflection of each other. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that the game isn't doing really well now. I'm not saying it, I'm not even saying it's like not a fun game. I'm not. Uh, it's just I don't know. It, the guns all feel like they feel bland and kind of gimmicky. They don't feel like they. It's not the gunplay is fun, but it's fun for a competitive reason and not for shooting the guns. Because like ninety five percent of the time, like like it's a fifty fifty shot. Either you have like a really good gunfight in that game with the weapons that it gives you that you drop with, and you have to scrounge for. Which even if you drop in like a high loot area, you're not even guaranteed to get a decent weapon to fight. Versus you know the other fifty percent of the time, which is you just get smoked within a couple seconds, and that's it. Rounds over. Reek you. But I think what you got to realize with that as well is that is I think that is the genre of the battle royale though because if you're playing if you're playing something say like we'll use uh, Call of Duty for example with their you know their their three tier lanes when it comes to sitting there and fighting with like all their deathmatch maps where you know you've got different routes and stuff you can go around you focus more on how the guns feel in that because that's the sort of game it is whereas with a battle royale because the game isn't really 
like sort of designed to be something that is like a long play game. Like I think the average the average game time for a battle royale game is about I think I think I said it was like maybe five or six minutes, give or take. And that's with, you know, people going in it for like the entire time and making it to the final like two or three teams or getting dunked on like immediately as soon as they land. I think for a game like that, you don't want to focus too heavy on like the feelings of guns. Because if you're like like you said, if you sort of get into the game and you get smoked immediately, you've gone like say a developer's gone and put say, you know, twenty ten or twenty hours of work to making this gun feel as realistic as possible to not even have a player be able to pick it up properly and, you know, get to feel it properly and then, they, you know, they're instantly killed. Or, you know, when you do a brand new run, you may not even find that said weapon or you may not even want to use it. Um, Like, yeah, it's... I think with Battle Royale games, you can't sort of use the whole, like, gun feeling too much. Like, it would be cool, but I think it's sort of a bit of a waste. Yeah, I think mm. you can't compare it to, yeah, games like Call of Duty necessarily and things like that. But I also think, like, you look at games like Valorant, and those guns have no feeling. <laughs> and Apex is, for me, worlds above. And the game, all the guns feel different yeah. to me in Apex. Like, so different. And even though they don't feel realistic, necessarily, whatever that means, I, I mm. still think that they're varied enough. And, I don't know, they're just... Because, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but with, with um, Valorant, like, each... It, it's very similar to Overwatch, where each... Um, each hero has their own own weapon, correct? Or is it just like a, a CSGO style thing where you buy weapons? Yeah, it's CSGO style. Okay, yeah. So, so you pick a character, but then you have to also pick... You pick the character, you get abilities you can use, but then you have to buy okay. weapons. No, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so, yeah, so I feel like... I, I feel like maybe if they... I think your your point of making the guns feel like there's something, if they were to incorporate that with a, a 3v3, that would work really well, but I think for the battle royale side of things, I don't think it's a viable, a viable move to make. But how many, well, how many more weapons are they going to give us? Because I did like the last one they gave us, which was the repeater, the thirty-eight, three, eight, three, well, <laughs> the thirty, 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 thirty. It's a yeah. that gun. All right. Yep. That gun feels like someone went. What do we want to put in the game? How about a lever action fucking marksman rifle? No. Mm. okay mm-hmm. and then it has like an interesting you hold it down it does like the charge up for more damage like the fucking um peacekeeper well. the, the peacekeeper it's got like a really fun playing with that gun is really fun in apex in apex it's real really fun but um now they're like what else we add a bow <laughs> yeah applaud I mean, many... me laugh <laughs> no it's not funny how, how many... it's cool and also i think, <laughs> I think it's how... one gun per season one weapon per season Mm. Okay. What was it? What was and how long the seasons normally last? They're about three months. Yeah, they're they? long. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's not like it releasing. Like you, when you when you say it and look at it in like the long term, it's like oh, they're releasing a new gun every season. But when you look at the duration of of the seasons, it's like realistically they're releasing four guns a year. Are they? Are they? Are they doing? They haven't released four guns in the last year. Well, I'm just saying this, this season we got the bow and last season we got the thirty thirty, didn't we? Yeah, we did. But they didn't give us a gun for a while before that. Well, I only started playing last season. <laughs> But the last two seasons, I've gotten away. Last gun I think we got was like the. What the fuck was the last gun we got? The devotion? No, it wasn't. I have no idea. I, I have no I fucking had, clue either. Last season. Dude, I don't Since know. Don't one. ask me a question. I don't know. Maybe tweet, tweet across his Twitter account if you tweet you at me don't. if you can remember what the last gun was. <laughs> That's it. At uh at Papa Kraus. <laughs> but I think <laughs> overall, that's most of the Apex news that I have. At, Brilliant. At this stage. All right, let's uh, let's shuffle along. Kyle, you got anything for us? 
Um, I've got a couple things. Not a lot as compared to last week. Um, sure. actually, surprisingly, nothing really Nintendo related this week. They've been very quiet on the front. Uh, um, you've been upset and sad. Oh, yes. look, it's some After some last, weeks are amazing. If people are listening to last episode and then immediately go into this one. They're gonna be like, oh yeah, he's a he's no, sad. no, he's, he's got Nintendo news. No, this 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 week it, it hurts a little bit. Like I I love it when you sit there and you they they splash me with that news because it's like I feel rejuvenated. <laughs> um, but when it's quiet, it either means that nothing interesting's happening or they're they've intentionally gone quiet because mm. something big's coming. And I'm hoping it's the latter mm-hmm. option. Um, but this week. In, or I suppose in the last week and a bit, because we haven't really recorded for a little bit now. Yeah, no. Um, couldn't get in on Mother's Day. We were going to have a special Mother's Day episode, but... Yeah. Damn it, we all didn't have work out the way I wanted it to. Yeah, <laughs> um, so we're going back a little bit. Do you remember, I think it was last session, oh, last session, last episode, you and I, Brandon, we spoke about uh, Microsoft not wanting to... Actually, it might have been in the episode before, I can't remember. Microsoft wanting to pay $10 billion for Discord. Oh, Discord, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That was the first episode. Was. I thought that was a, a bit back. PlayStation and Discord mm. are now teaming mm-hmm. up. And yeah. in 2022, Discord is going to potentially be running on PlayStation consoles. Can you imagine? Yeah, but that's, that, that's for comms okay. and stuff. That's for voice chat. Yeah. Yeah, but all, all I'm saying, right, is because I play a lot of PlayStation at the moment. Um, me being able to sit in my, in, my, in my bed with my PlayStation in my hand and chat with you guys while you're playing PC games. Not necessarily playing games with you, but just being able to chat with you, which is on the one console. Mm-hmm. Sounds amazing. Wow, that's I feel wild. It, it, it would be really good. And if this is anything to take a leap off, like if they go, all right, we're putting it onto PlayStation, who's to say it's not going to take a little bit longer for the rest of the other consoles to jump on board as well mm-hmm. and well, have Discord integrated across well, everything? Like, I can't you have- I'm speaking about Apex a lot, but it's, it's cross-console. So it would be amazing yeah. if I could Discord with people who are playing on an Xbox. Yeah. Um, yeah. What I mean, else we got this week? Oh, sorry, Chris, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say the fucking... Do you reckon, because Microsoft tried to buy them out, do you reckon it was a... Do you reckon that was a move? I'm just trying to work out how to phrase it, because it feels like... <laughs> do you think it, it was been... a move on Discord to sit there and try and, like, screw well, it to Microsoft? It could have been one or two ways. It could have been Microsoft trying to buy a Discord and Discord going, no, we're about to announce this exclusive deal with Sony, because... Deals like that don't just happen overnight. They're like months and yeah. months in the talk. So do you reckon that the first thing was like, wow, Sony's giving us this offering to put our thing on their on their uh, platform. Should we go with them or should we stick with Microsoft? Or do you think it was more of a situation of, fuck you, Microsoft, um, Sony forever? Well, do you the Sony, way, the way that Sony came in... Do you reckon Sony came in <laughs> afterwards with the offer and went, Yeah, see, that? Hey, I think that would be more interesting. Would you yeah. want this, or do you reckon Sony was already in talks? Because Microsoft, because so it could have gone public, on oh, Microsoft's going to buy Discord, and Sony going, we're going to fuck that up. Let's get in there and 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 get them on yeah. our platform. Because once we get Discord on our platform, Microsoft isn't going to want to play ball with us because we don't fucking play ball with them. The way that I sort of look at it is, and I think you you guys remember it. Remember maybe. I think it was maybe six months ago, probably less, probably more. I don't know. <laughs> um, Bethesda got yeah. Bethesda got bought by Microsoft. Mm. Yeah, so Microsoft now owns Bethesda Game Studios or Zenimax, the parent company, whatever. Um, So they've got, you know, the IPs like Doom, Wolfenstein, Dishonored, uh, all the the Elder Scrolls games, the new Starfield games. All the fun Um, cross-platform games that were coming out. Exactly, right? Yeah. The way that I look at it is if Microsoft were to buy Discord, then... It would be locked to PC and Xbox. I don't think they would share. Mm. 
right? Mm. Just as I've stated with them now owning Bethesda, yeah. that there's going to be some sort of exclusivity side of things. Or like some games won't ever make it to the PlayStation consoles. Can I be honest with you? Can I be honest with yes. you? Sony and their exclusives kind of annoy me. Yeah, I'm look, sorry. I'm not going to lie. No, 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 no. I, I do agree. I do agree. Like I've, I've always had the belief that games shouldn't be locked to a specific platform because... Like, from a marketing point, yes, it's great you're getting someone to go out and buy, you know, your particular console to play that particular game. And from a business side of view, makes perfect sense. You make money. But if you want to maximize on the amount of fans that you want in your franchise, just release it across everything. Mm -hmm. Don't make it so, say, Sony owns... Say, Sony owns God of War, right? If God of War got dropped on, say, um, Xbox and PC, I guarantee that there would be another 100 million players that will just go, all right, we're jumping on this franchise because we know how good it is. And, like, you think that would make them more money instead of making it exclusive to a console. Like, I'm not going to go buy the new console just to play a certain game. I can't afford the console, but I still want the experience. Like, they're losing out on customers just as much, if not more. I I think that the days days of you know, console exclusivity need to end. I think, especially we're now with like, what's it called? Like I know Stadia is a very, very poor example to use, but being able to stream games and play them on the go. Like I think Xbox, I think it's xCloud, I believe it's called. They're doing that where you can play Xbox games off Xbox Game Pass, like on your phone, on the train or yeah. something. That is, I think what we're sort of starting to see game, like games as a service is becoming a, a lot bigger of a thing. And I think once that sort of takes you know, it's full grip and full effect and keep sort of going forward with that. I think it's going to be a thing where unless you see like Sony and Nintendo doing stuff like that as well, they might be left in the dust a little bit. Like I could be entirely wrong. It could just be a flop, you know, but yeah, I think the day of the days of actually having like uh console exclusive games need sort of needs to, to come to an end a little bit. It does. I, I, I'm, I'm, I agree with you. It needs to fucking take a massive hike and get the fuck out of here. Because yeah. I, I quite enjoy it when Microsoft's like, we've got a new game coming out. You know, Sea of Thieves is going to be on the Xbox. going to be on PC. It's going to be on Game Pass. Come and enjoy it. I'm like, ah, oh, you're including me. And you can play cross-platform. I'm like, oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Give yeah. me options to play with more people. Open your player pool and you'll have more, you'll have more of a longevity of these games, mm. but Sony's got themselves in their own little ecosystem. Now, I wouldn't well, be that... too upset about it if Sony was like, we're going to release this game on the PS5 or whatever, and also on PC. I'd be like, all right, I'm feeling good about that. Mm-hmm. Like, if Sony had a deal with, like, I know, uh, like, Windows is, is with Microsoft and Microsoft is with Xbox, so that's kind of that's only ecosystem there. But what if Sony had a deal with, like, Apple? No one's playing games well, on actually, Apple, though, are they? Actually, that 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 does lead me to my next segment. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you guys have heard or not, right? Do you know? You, have you guys heard of the Epic Games and Apple Court? No. Uh, court case being going no. on? No. What? All right, ladies and gentlemen, rub your hands together because this is going to be a fun Ooh. one. For those of you who know what's going on at home, I don't know what to explain. If you don't, sit down, get a hot cup of tea or cocoa or whatever the hell get you get yourself a beverage. Get a bevo. Yeah. Uh, get a beer. You know, Pause get a beer. Go get a drink. Pause the podcast. Get a bevo. <laughs> Go get a bevo. Come back. Come back and play the podcast again. We'll be because here. don't fucking just leave me hanging. We're waiting. <laughs> Let's give them time. All right. One, two. Okay. Let's cool. All right. So, late, uh, I think it was mid last year. Um, Epic Games had Fortnite on the Apple App Store, mm-hmm. right? And the way that Apple works with its App Store is whenever a developer has microtransactions in the game, Apple gets a, I believe it's a 30% cut. 
Now, Epic, and in particular in this case, Fortnite, weren't a big fan of it. And what Fortnite did was they went, there's two payment options in our game now. A, you can sit there and go through Apple and use the Apple ID and, you know, and do all that Apple payment. Um, it costs more. Or you can give us a direct payment to Epic Games, which is 30% less because you're not having to, you know, take that money off the side of it. And it's directly to us. That is a direct violation. Yeah, that is a direct violation of Apple's uh, terms of service on their app store. And Fortnite was promptly banned. Oh, and, and taken down from the, the Apple app store. Mm, I actually remember them mm. being taken Less- down, but I couldn't remember why. Yep. So that was that was a reason. Less than twenty four hours later, Epic Games had li- like I think it was like a, a five hundred something page document <gasps> going against Apple to sue them. Oh my Ooh. god! And the court cases the court case has been going on the last two or three weeks, I believe. And I've been following it sort of loosely, but I've sort of get all the big parts of it out of there. Um, the main part of re- I mentioned it is because we're talking about PlayStation, right? There's a lot of stuff in the games industry that has come out from across all all like sort of platforms. So Nintendo, um, Xbox, PlayStation, different developers and stuff. It was released by, I think it was one of Epic Games lawyers that for, um, for a game to have cross play with other platforms on Sony, the developer had to pay a large sum of cash to unlock that. It wasn't a thing that was like, say with uh, Rocket League being the example here, if Rocket League turned around and went, we're going to put our game across all the platforms, we want our PlayStation players to play um, with Xbox, Switch, PC, whatever other console they're going to jump, drop it on. You can do that, but you got to pay Sony more money to do so. Really? That was, that was a big controversial thing that came out the other day. And I think I like, I, I don't, I'm, I could be wrong with it, but I think there was a lot of shareholders that weren't too happy with it, and I believe their stock price dropped a little bit. Yeah, um, I had, I always tenth- had, a, I always had a feeling that Sony, that I always had this weird inkling that you could be like, "Hey, Sony, I'll give you a couple thousand, let me put the fucking game cross platform on there." I feel like that's always been in there, but I just never, yep. I had no evidence, I had no yeah, evidence yeah, exactly. of anything. I was like, "Fucking, I think uh, you drop big enough sum, be like, hey, Sony." Here's a fucking fortune, like a hundred thousand dollars. Let me do the thing. I think they'd be like, "Yeah, sure, do the thing." Yeah, yeah. But it's probably more like millions proof. of dollars, though. Oh, maybe if really, the, but then like uh, it wasn't. Games... I, I think it just sort of depends on on how big they see the game becoming. Mm. Mm. Because if it's if it's a thing where, like, say, Rocket League at the time, it was it was released as a PlayStation Plus game um, when it first came out, and then bridged across all the way. I feel like. Like, as a small game, you don't expect it to become too big. But if it was, say, like, G- the next GTA, for example, and you want to play cross-play with people from, you know, from PlayStation 5 to PC and Xbox, they already know that it's going to be a big thing because it's, you know, the branding of it. They'll probably charge for the ass for, yeah. for cross-play. Crazy. I think it, it, is, it, is, it just depends on the IP. Um, the other thing with that as well was that apparently Nintendo will not work with a developer if anyone in their their staff has ties to the Yakuza. What? <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, that came out with the epic lawsuit? That came out with, with it as well. Wow, <gasps> that, that was something that popped out, and I'm like, all right, fair enough, I understand that. You yeah, don't want, no, you know, that's a, not like a... That's not like a, <laughs> That seems wild. Yeah, that was that was something uh, I sort of looked at and went, oh, that's a very odd one. That's an odd right. one, yeah. Something must I mean, have happened in the past, right? And they've had to put that in there, like, never yeah. again. 
I mean, like, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to be looking at Nintendo like, why the fuck won't you do the business with Yakuza? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty reasonable, actually. It's a good, but I don't know why that needs to be a rule. Yeah, <laughs> Someone history. fucked up somewhere. Yeah. Someone made yeah. a fuck up somewhere. Now that has to be a rule. That's wild to um, me. Couple, couple other things that came out, especially in um, Xbox camp, was they they really loved The Last of Us Two. They actually applauded it and said it was a you know a good game. The story was really good. Mm-hmm. The only thing that they criticised the game on is that Naughty Dog can't do gun combat. Interesting. They've never they've never been able to make decent gun combat in games. Which fair enough if that's a, an internal report that's going around. Whatever. Um, another thing was that Xbox has apparently never made profit on one of their consoles. Yeah, no, they don't. They don't. They make profit um, purely off the games they sell. Yeah. Um, apparently, it costs. That's actually, not, that was that was the other thing. That's not a new. That's not a new thing. That's old news. Yeah, we knew that years ago. We we knew that they didn't make any money off their consoles. They made all the money off the games they sold. Yeah. Okay. Um. One of the other big things. I'm sort of having a look through an article as we speak. But one of the other big things that I I I was actually mentioned the last episode, but I've totally forgot about it. Ballpark me a figure real quick. You know how Epic Games every week does free game, re- or like every two weeks does free game releases mm. to, to, to compete with Steam? Mm. How much money do you reckon they've lost doing so? Oh, Overall? They have. Overall. Oh. a few good ones in there. Like. Uh, okay, let's say, what have they done? So how, like, how much is an individual account, like, saved so far, do you reckon? Well, I, 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 I'm looking at the actual figure. I sort of know how much, how right. much it is, but just right. off the top of your head, like, what, like 10 first, million first thought. dollars or something insane like that. Oh yeah. Okay, so I'm ten gonna... million from Alyssa, Brandon. What do you think? Well, let's say they got a couple. They probably have a couple thousand. Every person saved maybe a hundred and fifty bucks worth of free games if they've gotten in there early. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, oh fuck. Well, let's say. I'll say 150 million. 150 million. Bra- yeah, lost. Brandon was the closest. Wow. They have lost 300 oh. million <gasps> in free games just oh. to keep ahead of Steam. That's a lot of money. <laughs> That's a lot of money, right? Alyssa, all right, when, when, when you said Alyssa was like 10 million, I was sitting there like, don't laugh, don't hey, laugh. Excuse That's, me. That's nothing. I but can't believe. No, no, I, I, I didn't know. 300. Million three, dollars. Three, 300 million dollars they have oh, lost man. across every person on their platform claiming wow. free games just to keep ahead of steam well that shows you how much fucking money steam makes every day yeah. yep yeah. yep wow that's I, oh, wow that's a fucking lot of that is a lot of money that's yeah. a lot of fucking yeah. money that's a lot of money that's 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 all the that's sort of all the big things that are out of that case the last thing I sort of had had to mention was um stock about stock on the the PlayStation Five, mm. um, Sony has made a, a statement last week saying that um, the chances of actually getting a PlayStation Five into next year are going to be very hard. And I think there is a thing where um, there's a manufacturer in Taiwan that has said that apparently there's potentially going to be two new PlayStation Five models coming out next Ooh, year, or in development starting next year. So I believe taking that. Them out. Yeah, so I think people people are sort of clear. Oh, shit, oh, we don't mention that. Shit. Um, well, no, we don't cut we that. Don't mention- take it out, that out. Take that out. Take we that don't, out. We don't mention the code. We don't mention the chat. We don't. We mention the CCP. What? Um, no. We're gonna be flagged as a right wing podcast. There will be Joe. I mean, Rogan we are now. We weren't before. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Sorry, guys. Um, but yeah, like, um, what was I saying? The 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 console names have sort of been. 
or sort of tagged at the moment as like a PS5 Slim and a PS5 Pro, similar to what the PlayStation 4 um, variants were. Um, that's sort of about it that I've got in the way of gaming. I actually remembered some news, which is going to make you laugh if you haven't heard it already. Oh, right, let's go. actually Nintendo news. Me and Carl were doing a little swap. Ooh, ooh, hello. Uh, oh, so shit. Nintendo announced they're releasing a, a calculator app for the Nintendo Switch. Have you guys seen this? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I did say that this morning, it's actually. It's a calculator like, oh, app what the that fuck? costs $12 AUD. <laughs> and oh it this looks ca- like be the a... iPhone app from 10 years ago. Oh, oh I love it. No. You know what? You know like, what? If, if it was... I'm going to be honest with Go you. ahead. If, if, if Nintendo came out when we've got... They could have done so much better. They could have been like, we have a scientific calculator app mm-hmm. coming out on the Switch. Mm-hmm. You play video games, young, usually young kids, maybe in high school playing video games, mm-hmm. and they're like, we'll give them the thing, you know, that costs 150 bucks for like 12 bucks. It'll be the same. It'll work. It'll work. Yeah. But- yeah. I was going to say, if, if it was like something like the the, the Texas TI, like yeah. whatever yeah, yeah. model calculator Those we had in BCE, that- You could bludgeon a child to death with that. Yeah. yeah but like, happen. imagine that, like, <laughs> imagine, like, especially when, when we were going through high school and we'll see, imagine We've someone seen bringing their Nintendo Switch yeah. to, sc- to math class and being like, oh, but sir, I'm using Switch. a calculator on it. No one's going to, no one's going to no. give a crap. Yeah, Who's going to use a Switch as a calculator? Like, that'd be more for like the at-home use of it. Yeah. Like, oh, I've left my calculator so- at school. I've left it impaled in someone's fucking head when I killed them. Well, I better <laughs> yeah, use they, Nintendo basically Switch. Basically, they, but, you they know, had a chance to actually make a good calculator and instead they made a calculator the same as on your phone and are charging 10 USD. It's just ridiculous. That's, and they could have made it like Mario themed, like fun colors, like maybe some sounds and no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> but no, no. that's that's the thing with the with the Switch at the moment as well. The Nintendo Switch doesn't Keep actually talking, have I'll any... Be right back. Yeah, good. The Nintendo Switch doesn't actually have any sort of like themes on it at the moment. So there's a there's a themes tab on the actual Switch itself, but all you can currently do is change it from light mode to yeah, dark mode. Yeah, so sad. And they they need to sort of do something about yeah. that. The other thing I also I, I just seen I totally forgot about as well. There was a fourth thing with my articles, um, was that the Australian government is actually finally going to start funding yeah. game development. Nice. That's the yeah, no, other. So actually, I think game I game develop. Yeah. Yeah, the game, the game development community in Australia will finally start getting government funding, which is yeah. I mean, because like Australian games are good, it's just no one's making them because it costs too much. So Uh, yeah, Australian untitled goose game was fucking mint. Yeah, I know that was like there. Are, when you when we do make games, we make like great like just sort of arcadey fun yeah, no, games. We don't make you don't really. Bullshit. Yeah, like, you, but you don't see any like big AAA games coming out of Australia because there just isn't the money or like the funding for it. And now yeah. we might actually be able to get some decent AAA games. Mm. You know, I think it was like five years ago. Was mm-hmm. this to twenty? So like two thousand and eighteen, two thousand sixteen. It was like EA's tax margin was released for Australia. Yep. So we learned how much tax EA paid to Australia for doing business here. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think that's their Fire Monkey Studio, and that's based in the Melbourne CBD. Right. Guess how much? I'm going to say, I reckon it's probably... Oh, fuck. You know what? I said they're going to be... It's going to be somewhere between two and three mil, I reckon. I reckon it's a decent decent amount. Ooh. Okay. Alyssa? I have literally no idea. Like, nothing to base... My guess. <laughs> no one understands Texas. I'm just throwing out numbers. Yeah. All right. How much? Would you like the actual? Would you like the actual number? Because it was really yes, easy to please. remember, and I don't know if it was five years ago. It might be six or seven. Yep. And someone yeah, might want to correct me on this because, also, this is just me regurgitating information that I don't think is 100 percent correct. But I'm fairly sure mm-hmm. 
It All was right, cool. zero dollars. And then zero dollars. Zero dollars in tax, and then they claimed back close to like five million. Oh my. Jesus. Out of the Australian Taxation Department. Love that. Because they have that, because everyone knows EA has a basement in fucking Sweden somewhere. They literally have a basement that they rent from an old lady for like five hundred bucks a month, and it is their headquarters. Well, Facebook does the look, same. I, their their headquarters is technically in Ireland for the tax benefits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same shit. Look, I I I could be wrong, but I believe all the all the games that come out of the Fire Monkey Studio are all free to play games anyway. Because um, I think there's. I know they do the the Sims Free Play was developed in Australia. That yeah. was the big one that came out of there, and that did I believe didn't have any like it had a microtransactions, but I think that was already like direct to EA itself. So like the Fire Monkey Studio wasn't actually getting any profit from that. Um, and I believe that the Sims other one was Real Racing Three. I think it was. That seems scummy I could, as fuck. Well. It's one of those things where it's a subsidiary, man. Like you yeah, can't. It's a if, if if it were, if the Fire Monkey Studio was its own studio and they were putting all in the microtransactions, like realistically, they probably wouldn't put in a microtransaction if it was up to them. If it was a, they were making the game by themselves. I feel like if you're doing all the work and putting in all the effort to do uh, to make a game and release a product, you'd probably put a price tag on it. Yeah, this is where my, and, and do something my... like that because then that way it's like, all right, you're not releasing a free to play game with like a hundred million microtransactions. You're releasing everything in the game at once mm-hmm. and just putting like a $10 price tag. This is like where my inner gaming communist bursts <laughs> forth. I'm like, we need to eat publishers. Eat them. Like, I don't give a fuck. If you're a publisher and you haven't made a video game and all you do is like, you know, use up tiny little upcoming game studios, fucking swallow them whole and spit out nothing. Fuck you. Um, I don't care. I got no, 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 <laughs> Compassion for that type of behavior. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't want to say games are an art form because they're not really an art form. They're just like an entertainment style digital media. It it depends. It it depends on how you look at it. Like some people, some people probably argue, argue that point with you very heavily. But you know, once you start to get massive corporations involved where all they see is profit and numbers, then yeah, no, it, You've killed the art form 100%, and now you're just churning out garbage. But, I mean, you could you could currently say that about the whole games industry in general. Yeah. Like, I'm looking take, at you, take, take Enix, EA as the big... Yeah, take, take EA as the big, like, you know, the, 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 the big culprit here. How many of their games in recent years have had microtransactions on day one? Fucking all of them. With a, yeah, like, the majority of them. And it's a thing where the games industry now is straying away from making good content on release to releasing something and then adding more content through updates and through patches. Yeah. Like, gone gone are the good days of where you could pick up a, an $80 game like on release and it had the entire game in it and you could just sit there and pick it up and play it for 100 hours or something and everything's in there and you can do everything. Now it's like... And I, like, I, I'm, I'm generalizing. I know not all studios do this, but... Nowadays, more than likely, like we'll take, you'll use Avengers again as an example. Um, they release their base game and then every, say, two or three months, they're releasing content, content packs with new characters and new new maps and, new, you know, new story bits. It's like if it was, like some of them are free. A, a lot of them are sort of like, you know, you pay for them to unlock them. It puts a lot of players off. Yeah, but these games also that have, the, the free base games that have all these microtransactions, you know, people are spending thousands of dollars on that shit there there was a study released 
I think it was a week and a bit ago now over in the states, and it directly, it directly pinned um, gambling and later life to microtransactions in mobile games. Yeah. Or in in like say FIFA or anything like NBA Two K or whatever. Like it's it it had there were, like studies were done on it and it showed that there is a direct correlation between young kids gambling their money or you know spending their money and getting loot boxes and getting cards and you know trying to unlock whatever the hell they want to future life gambling. Do you know how many like older men that I've worked with that just have like a pachinko machine on their phone, and yeah. that's all they do on their break is they spend like a hundred bucks and then just ching ching ching. Oh, I lost all that money. Oh well, time to go back to work. Yeah, like I know, I know my my grandmother especially. She's got I think four or five slot machine games on her phone. And like when you get to like eighty, ninety year old, fair enough. Like you're a pensioner, whatever. But if you're doing it when you're younger, and it's something that you can't, like you can't control, and you're very heavily addicted to that sort of stuff, then that's definitely something where you need to sort of go out and like sort of see someone and talk to someone and get help with it. Because a, it's not healthy, and b, if it's going to cause like long life issues, then like try and stop it as soon as possible and i feel like even just getting in into the like the headset of kids nowadays like even with fortnite fortnite is pretty much like a you know like i don't think fortnite has loot boxes i could be wrong but like if they do you know skins i haven't played and, it in a while i'll be honest yeah neither have i that's a thing like i i, I honestly couldn't tell you i'm like, a big fan of fortnite i mean i think it's I know, a fun like, game i just don't like playing it I know, like, say, Overwatch has it, and, like, Apex has it, and, I know, like, obviously, you can buy, you know, just spend the money and sit there and go, all right, like, you know, I'm going to pay 20 bucks of premium currency of my money to get this one specific skin, but then when you put that, that little, you know, little, like, dangly thing of, like, you know, bait in front of you saying, hey, you, why spend 20 bucks to get this one skin when you could, you know, possibly get it in this first loot box, and it just becomes, a like, a, a giant bouldering effect where it just go, it just keeps steamrolling down and down, and then next thing you know, you spent like what's it called, hundreds, hundreds of dollars on trying to get one character, yeah, or one skin, yeah. Fucking siege is bad for that. Well, siege was bad for that. They've turned yeah. around recently and they've gone. Listen, so with the events that happen in siege, the way it was for a while is you would there'd be like a hundred packs you could buy, and if you bought a hundred packs, you would get all of the characters, but you had to get the packs in order to get the cosmetics and stuff. You couldn't just buy the cosmetics. Yep. So, fuck, you better luck out and get the... You better luck out and get, you know, it on the first couple of tries or else you're going to well, be that, spending like 150 bucks there. I did notice that with Siege, especially with the... I think the last event that I played that did it was the Outbreak event. Yeah. When they released the, like, the... That's the first one the, that the sort it, of te- actually. Yeah, that the, the the sort of the first test for like the their standalone like wave survival game that's supposedly meant to be coming out at some stage. Um, that was the one that I looked at, and it's like you can only get these loot packs a limited time, and we're gonna give you one for free. But if you want the rest of them, you can't unlock them by playing games or leveling up. You have to sit there and pay real money for these skins. Yeah, yeah. Which then they 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 you know recently they've upped that, so they're like, oh, you want these cosmetic skins during this event, or you can just like spend the in-game currency. That yeah. you don't earn the one you have to buy and just get the cosmetics. Like you can just buy, you can just yep. straight up buy them. I'm like, okay, that's fair enough. But also, you know, still a bit upsetting. Yeah. All right, let's let's shove off from here. I got uh, I've got sorry, uh, my assistant just brought me some Apex Legends nudes. Alyssa, Ooh. you're gonna like this. Yes, please. Toofy, the Apex Legends hacker, has been caught and arrested. Oh, nice! Finally. So, so if you don't know who Toofy is, 
Toofy was this so massive, mate. yeah, for you. Toofy was this massive streamer and YouTuber who would stream and promote, you know, hacks in Apex Legends. And he would do this like all the, this is all his content was is on YouTube, just hacks, how to use them, where you can get them, shit like that. Okay. So he recently got caught, his YouTube channel taken down, his streams uh, suspended, and he's in like a. Uh, like a fucking like a like a proceeding like wow like he's going to jail. Oh <laughs> uh, he's been accredited for like over half of the hacking that's been happening. Yeah, well, in he's Apex actively promoting it. Like, yeah. He's actively promoting it, Lovely. and yeah, they fucking grabbed him. Good. They, they fucking they they fucking they got his ass. So they've got him. Uh, he lived in Belgium, apparently. He's 27 years old, and he was an ordinary factory operator. He started cheating in Apex Legends Season 2. It's very easy to cheat in Apex. You just need to search on the internet for the software for it. Wow. And, uh, he's been, he's been pinched. Nice. He's been pinched. Cheaters and... So they're... Yeah, so they're actively trying to push against the hackers and cheaters in Apex, which I can, I can, um, appreciate. I like that. No, that's, that's good. At least you're keeping your community clean. Um, it makes obviously like it's it's not fun when you're in a game when you you, you know you're being you're being beaten by people that are hacking constantly. I don't know it, it frustrates a lot of people. Like PUBG's PUBG's renowned for it. I think that's why a lot oh, of players yeah. left PUBG because everyone it. was just yeah I everyone was just like there there was hackers galore everywhere, man. Like you'd start a game and you'd be like on the opposite side of the map and somehow someone would headshot you. Yeah, no, it's it's disgusting. But with this Apex hacking uh, news that came through. There's a, another news that I want to bring up to your attention that happened at the exact same time, and I don't know if there's a correlation. Okay. Recently, in COD, mod, uh, in Warzone... Black Ops? Yeah, no. Call of Duty Warzone. Okay. The, the Battle Royale game mode. Yep. A lot of people who are in the Discords and in the Twitter and like on YouTube, there have been a lot of like name brand hacking groups just promoting free hacks. Just they're giving you free trials and they're giving you hacks and they're just, you know, like on Twitter in Discords, like free hacks for for Warzone that that work and are you know relatively under the nose. So yeah. this has happened so the issue, close to the same time. I don't know if there is a correlation. I think the issue, especially with Activision, with banning people in their games, they take too long to do it, and by the time <clears> they do it, they've lost the majority of their player base. And I've seen, I've seen a thing recently that I think there's uh, some of the community in for Warzone have said that since they released, um, they released Black Ops, Black Ops Cold War, and they've put all the the Cold War story into uh, Warzone. That a lot of people have said that it's now ruined Warzone a little bit. It has, it has. So um, <laughs> part of the, that is because the engine for Cold War is shit. Like, the game yep. engine for Cold War is shit, and it just doesn't feel fluid like like um, Modern Warfare was. Yep. Modern Warfare's, like, engine was a bit chunky sometimes, but it was really good. Like, it had solid okay. gameplay, everything felt like it hit hard. It was just really, really good. Um, for some wild reason, the, the, moving them over into the Warzone, just, I've just lost all interest in Warzone. I don't play Warzone. I don't like... Battle Royale. I like Apex purely because it's like a, I don't know, there's this weird, I don't know, I like Apex, but I don't like Warzone. 
and I don't like PUBG, but it feels like they put the guns in there. A lot of the way they did it was also kind of shit too, because they were like, "Listen, you can earn the battle pass, work through the battle pass, or pay money to the battle pass, and you can just get it right now." Like that's what they did essentially. And they're like, "Here's a broken feel- gun, but you can only get through the battle pass by buying or at the end of the battle pass." Enjoy. It's like, well, come on, man. I feel. I think I I, I could be wrong. I'm just speculating here, but I feel the reason you like Apex more is because Call of Duty, I think, sort of blatantly ripped off Fortnite where they put their gunplay into a battle royale. They got rid of building and they didn't really do anything else to sort of build upon the battle royale. Because think of every every battle royale game that sort of has come out after, I think it was H1Z1 or whatever or whatever it was called originally. And um, what else was it? PUBG. Mm. They've all taken that one formula and they've all built upon it and they've all made something different. Call of Duty just literally made a first person uh, PUBG. Well, you say that. They didn't really do any dif- any different you with it. You say that, but the Gulag is, like, the most intrinsic and, like, wild concept I've ever faced. So you die yeah. in the game. If, for those who don't know, if you die in while playing Warzone in Call of Duty, instead of being, you know, booted out, and that's at the end of the match for you, you get to go do this thing called a gulag where you 1v1 someone to try and get back into the game. And it gives you a random weapon and it gives you like a couple seconds before you can use utilities like stuns and grenades. Yep. And then you go fucking kill the dude. That That is such a concept to me. Because you yep, play okay, it and it's enough. like, wow. So even if you don't clutch it in the gulag and you out permanently, your teammates can still buy you back in from like respawn centers or like uh, purchase sites. Same as like in Apex. So it's just, it's fucking, it's such a concept that like yeah, really think... brings out the flesh. Because you could, your whole squad could be wiped, right? Yeah. You and your whole squad, everyone gets wiped. They don't clutch a gulag. You clutch the gulag. You come back into the game. You come down. You get some money together. You take out maybe a squad. You get their cash. You buy your, your um, you buy your allies back in. Well, fuck me. Look at that. You just, the squad's back in. Well, you're not out of the game completely. I think the way they did that was really fun and ingenious. I like that. Yeah. But it's, I think when you look at it as well, it's one thing that like, isn't like it, it, it's a cool, don't be wrong. It is, it is definitely a cool feature, but is it cool enough to sit there and bring new players on because they've got this cool like feature. Whereas you've got other battle royales that are just like, we're already well-defined or we're doing something like take Apex. Apex, you've got, you know, you've got a champion that you, or a legend, whatever they, they're called, um, that you select and you can, you know, plop into the game and they've all got their own set of abilities where with Warzone, you're just a soldier and you just pick up guns and, you know, you, you, you do what sort of like what you would do with PUBG. You'd kick yourself out. Um, and then the Gulag is the only sort of differentiating factor between all of them. Yeah. I I still feel like that compared to like PUBG. Oh, compared like compared compared to PUBG, Fortnite, it's it's a lot better. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm I'm not saying that PUBG is better, but what the point that I'm sort of more arguing is PUBG that shit. Yeah, the the point the point that I'm more arguing is I think it's something that goes with anyone that now releases a battle royale game or you know anyone that wants to jump into the battle royale genre is unless you're doing something like spectacularly different or you're trying to recreate the wheel. You're a bit too late to jump into one. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah. Because think Battle Battlefield Five did a battle royale mode. Shit, Fallout Fallout seventy six had its own battle royale mode. Yeah. How, and and be honest, in the last twelve months, 
since they were released or since since they were released in general, how much have you heard about them? No, listen up. There's it's it's a thing where I think developers were trying to jump on the bandwagon, but I think it was too late to jump on the bandwagon. I think that trains trains now and truly left, and I yeah. think that all the big big defining ones are the ones that we currently have. So Warzone. Apex, Fortnite, PUBG. I think PUBG still gets played a little bit. PUBG doesn't um, get played nearly as much as it. As it not not nearly as much as when it was released, but it's still it's still there. And I think that's sort of like the big, the big battle royale games. I've, I've probably missed one or two, um, but they're the, the big ones that I know of, like off the top of my head. Everything else is either has a very small community or just did not do well and did not keep. I think there was one that got released. I think it was maybe six months ago. And I did stream it for a little bit called Spellbound. And it was a battle royale game that you used magic. Oh, yeah. Guns. I played that too. I played that a little bit too. That that was a really fun game. And I was winning at it a lot, right? But then you look at the player base and realize there's not a lot of people that are playing this. Yeah, no, there wasn't a lot of people playing it. It was all bots. So, you getting a lot of bots. Yeah, so like, if was. you're... If you're playing it, like, all right, cool. You get, you know, you can get a couple couple actual players on there. But like, when you've got these big core battle royale games that are just, you know, taking all the players and have, you know, already built player base. It's very hard for new battle royale games to sit there and grab more people to bring them to your new game. Mm. And in saying that as well, I reckon give it another couple more years and I reckon there's going to be a new sort of like genre that will take over. Yeah. Because I think battle, battle royale, it, it can go on for a while, but there's going to be a point where it's going to start getting a bit stale. And someone's going to bring something new out and everyone's going to jump on board. Like Among Us was something that popped up very quickly over the quarantine on the lockdown period. Um, yeah, because that was something Among that Among Us was... had the same like uncertainty in it though. Like same Exactly. Randomness. But but it wasn't, it wasn't a battle royale. It was, no, it was like playing one, like one night werewolf where you're trying to figure out who a murderer is. And it had like a detective element to it. It wasn't, you know, it just goes to show that battle royales aren't as dominant as what they once were. And I think that I'm not saying it's starting now, but I don't think it's too far off that there's going to be a change of tide coming. Watch this space, Maybe. I guess. We'll see That's what it. happens in this area. Um, all right. <laughs> and hey, when when it's found out, you'll hear That's it here right. first. Maybe, Maybe. You'll, you, you probably you, you you probably won't hear it here first. You'll probably hear it here like seventh or eighth, but you'll, you'll hear, hear it like, here. You'll hear it like a I was week say, later. Like a week after, it's not when we hear hear yeah. about things. <laughs> you'll hear That's it. Stuff. You'll hear our opinion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We we we. we we record this once a week, uh, you so you'll probably tweet hear it. at me and tell me your opinion because I love to hear it. That's right. Twi- nobody's actually nobody's tweeted tweet, at me yet. Tweet at <laughs> actually, that's a news, and then we'll talk about it. He's yeah, he, he's true. a really good one. If you want us to talk about something on the podcast, tweet definitely. at us. Tweet and at me. We'll no, definitely look at it. They should tweet at me. They should tweet at me. Don't tweet tweet at, tweet at whoever. <laughs> give us give us updates. Give us news. Whatever, and we guarantee you we'll talk yeah. about it on the show as long as it's not really like. Out of the blue NSFW That's little right. stuff. Maybe if it is NSFW stuff, who knows? We'll we'll see how we go. <laughs> we'll see. I just yeah. Listen, tweet at me. Tweet at me. Don't tweet at anyone oh else. My God. They won't listen to it. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> stick with us here. At some stage, pushing we'll make my Twitter. Up. Shut up. Pushing my Twitter. Anyway, pushing off from this, I want to bring into our uh, game that was released recently that isn't Resident Evil. Before we jump into that fucking hole. And I want to jump into that plump hole. Uh, there was a game that was released recently, and it was called like Enlisted, and it okay. is such a wild concept to me. I've got the game; it's free to play. 
yeah. I got it through the Russian Badger was playing it in his last episode that he put on YouTube. And I thought it looked really cool, so I wanted to grab it and have a look at it. It is a World War Two game. World War Two, I think it's a World War Two game, where you play as a whole squad. So the way the game works is you will be a squad, you will spawn into a game, you'll select your squad, you will get, you know, like five or six guys in your squad, and then you go play and you go, like, try and work for objectives. And when you're not playing the other people in your squad, they are AI, but then you can switch between them. And then you can give them different, like, weapons, different classes, like, you know, an engineer and a guy with, like, an M82 or, like, an officer or, like, a, you know like a like a, a mortar team like you can switch between them as you like if you die you can switch to a different character and pick it up again it looks really cool because you'll play against uh, like enemy players and you don't know all it comes up is the names so you don't know if you killed the player or you're just killing bots mm. really cool concept. really interesting yeah mm. i'm having a look at it now it actually looks like something that i would play yeah, I've I've got it downloaded. Um, I use the Russian Badgers code, which gives me like bonuses as well. So if you're gonna use anything, use his. Uh, go okay. to his what YouTube and look at the first episode. Go into the description. Go click on that. Watch the episode as well because we love our boy, and it'll give you like a special bonus as well, and it'll give you the game. How much is the it'll game? Just, it's and just like a link. Point? It's free. Oh. Zero dollars. It's free. It's a free game. And I'm having, yeah. having a look at it now because the, the publisher is Darkflow Software. And from what their bio says on Facebook, um, they've worked on projects like War, Fun- War Thunder. Yeah, no. And- they use the ga- they use, they're using the Gaijin um, launcher for the game. Okay. So it's really, really cool. I like it. I think it's, I think it's good. If you want to go play a fun little World War Two shooter, play that. I'll, I'll keep my eye on it, see how that comes along. But from what yeah. I can tell, like you can do pretty much anything from the get-go. Like with your main character, you play a campaign mode to unlock things, and then you go in and play multiplayer. Um, there's a it's lot to there's a lot to do in it though. Like there's upgrades and skill trees and min maxing type things. Um, okay. But you can just like have fun and play it because it looks like a really fun game. So I'm gonna get yeah. back under that. Uh, in Fair other enough. news, all right, that's my game that I wanted to make a point of before we crack into the big well, one. Well, can I quickly mention a game? Yeah, yeah, yeah I you played can go. it yet, but I'm. I want to. So it's called Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion. (laughs) (laughs) Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion. It's a top-down pixel adventure game, indie game, released. Mm. Oh, that's great! Third of April this year, so it's it's fresh. Very positive reviews on Steam. Fucking Google that. Yeah, it's super cute, but also you're a turnip killing things and just being chaotic in general. It looks fun. Turnip Boy. it's tax yes. evasion. I haven't played it, oh, it's but it, it looks fun. So it's on my wish list. As soon as it goes on sale, I'm never. It's also it like on the Nintendo Switch game? as well. Nice. I think it'd be is fun it like on a, the Nintendo Switch. Is it like a Switch, farming actually. game? Is no, no, no. It? You you defeat enemies. It's an adventure game. Oh, okay. It's an action adventure yeah. game. Yeah. It's just cute. But I recommend if you um, like top down platforming type games, give it a look. It Very looks pop- like it. It, gives, it reminds me of like the Binding of Isaac. Mm, yeah, bit. it's cute. Very positive with thirteen hundred reviews, and it's only twenty one fifty bucks. Yeah, and it only recently came out less than a month ago, so I think that that's pretty good. So if you're interested that, in a fun game, game with a fun yeah, game, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a wild. Um, also, name. if you that's look it really... up, the 
uh, out of the recent events, Turnip Plush. They're releasing a plushie of the turnip that you play as, and it is very cute as well. So yeah, you want one? Damn, that's cool. I know it's your birthday. So yeah, there you go. Uh, get on it. It's very it cute. Get on that. Kyle, you got anything? Um, nah, man. I've actually haven't had any new releases this week. Like, I've I've been pretty much got like I said at the start of the start of the episode. I've been going back and playing like GTA and stuff. So, like, I think everything everything that I sort of have mentioned like in the last like the previous episodes with like Monster Hunter, um, GTA. I did actually sort of start playing Resi Seven. I think I'm about halfway mm-hmm. through it at the moment. So that's that's good. And then yeah, Resi Eight is something I want to pick up at some stage. And same as um, Returnal. Um, I've heard that there's I think there's been a couple of bugs in it, but I still want to pick it up at some stage. Um, the only other thing I'm sort of looking forward to at the moment is a new D&D game that's going to be coming out soon. Hmm. What's and that? So, uh, Dark Alliance, I think it's called. I think Dark it's meant to be Alliance. like a, like a Destiny style, like Dungeons and Dragons game where you play as like a class of, of your choosing. Similar to how you would make a character in D&D, whether it be like a bard, uh, you know, a wizard, a rogue, all that sort of stuff. You spec it out like you, like you would in D&D and it, it's just like a 3D sort of like, I think dungeoneering style game hmm. but yeah that's sort of about oh, it really good. Well, I like it. Krauss obviously wants to talk about the yeah. new Resi game I do want to talk about the new Resi game but it, something's just come up on my fucking on my thing <laughs> we gotta we gotta stay on course I know no no I know I know but this is this is topical the okay. same thing Hood Outlaws and Legends I did definitely just see that apparently the reviews say it's fine fine yeah no so Hood Outlaws Legends Fine. is a violent medieval world outplay of rival gangs in intense PvPVE multiplayer heists, moving in stealth to steal treasures unseen or dominating through loud and brutal combat. Only the best will escape with hard-earned riches. So, from what it looks like, it is like a fortress, or like one team defends riches while the other one goes to attack, or maybe there's like two different ones. I don't know. I'm just going off gameplay trailers at the moment, but 2,425 reviews, and it is mixed. Interesting. Do you know what it sounds like? don't think it's going to be doing that well. Do do, do you know know what it sounds like to me, personally? Hunt Showdown with a Robin Hood skin. Oh, yeah, that could be it. That could be it. I mean, hey, like, if anyone wants to argue with that I'm wrong with it, please, by all means, go ahead. But to me, I feel like it's just Hunt Showdown. With Robin Hood skin and Hunt Showdown is just a better game. You heard it here first. Yeah, Hunt Showdown is a really good game. If you're gonna play a game, <laughs> play Hunt Showdown. That's a that's a fucking mint one. That's got high like high reviews and everything. Yeah, actually, jump on my game. Like, it, yeah, it is. It's popping really right I haven't now. played it in jump ages, on. but it's a. Um. Yeah, are you there, Carl? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> oh, good. He stopped so abruptly for me. I'm you sorry. He just like, uh, like, nah, okay. I'm good. See you later, fellas. Carl yeah, just left. He's like, all right, I'm out, bye. I'm like, well, you left me hanging. Mike, drop, I'm out. So, yeah, that came out. Uh, now to push on to what I really want to talk about Resident Evil Village was released. I got it recently. It's it is expensive. It's very, if, you, if you're a console player, go on Amazon because Amazon's like, Sixty nine dollars for it or eighty nine dollars. It's yeah, it's a bit cheaper, but I to buy to digitally, yeah, I was surprised. Yeah, I had to pay. Well, was um, it worth it though? That's so far. Yes, I'm enjoying it. So I'm playing the game. I'm pushing through the village section. I'm missing like tons of shit that I can't go through yet. But then I'm inside the castle now, and I'm dealing with the sisters. 
And the gunplay is standard Resident Evil, uh, this kind of like horror genre gunplay that came from the last one. Still same thing, but super fun. Super fun. Uh, story, not a lot of story. It felt like I was moving too fast, but then I got past like the gameplay portion and now like the, the demo gameplay portion. And now I'm into like a different section of the game that really like pops. So I uh, pushed past that. It's doing really well for me at the moment. Uh, it's pretty. It, it's got pretty positive reviews on Steam. I think people will, will agree with me that it's doing quite well. It's got. Let's have a look. It's got overwhelmingly positive yeah. at seventeen thousand reviews. So yeah, it's a good fucking game. Um, it does have that horror aspect to it. Also, that you get like the inkling with how things are progressing in this game. They're like, oh shit, something's up. Like just, I don't want to spoil too much. Uh, if you guys are going to play it, but like when you, when you like, even from the get go, you're like, Hmm, something doesn't seem right from this entire situation. What the fuck is going on? And then further into the game, some shit happens and you're like, wow, w- that's not how that works. What the fuck is going on? And like, it, it's just bringing up questions. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, so like, it's a Resident Evil game. <laughs> it's a Resident Evil game. I'm really it's Resident it. Evil game. It's bringing me fucking, there's a, there's a gameplay section at the moment. So I assume you would work out that you've got Lady Demo, uh, Demo True or whatever the fuck her name is, which is a big tall bitch. And then you've got <laughs> mummy. three do- mummy, you got three daughters, which are all like bug girls, which are kind of weird. But you, And you can imagine like, oh, you fight them. Like, um, that's not a fucking secret. Mm. You do fight them. The way you Just fight like the, the family and Resident The Seven. way you fight the girls is presented to you in like a strange, like it, it, it's like, this is how you fight the girls. And then you're like, oh, and then you like go further in the game. You're like, oh, wow. And then you play more and you're like, oh, this is the reason they don't do certain things or they don't go certain locations. You're like, wow, that's really good. It's got some really nice, I don't know, man. It's got some real good just vibe to it. It's, it's a horror game. I'm scared. I'm worried about fighting everything. Like it's a resource management game, so you need to keep your like your bullets well, up and your health up. That's always sort of been a thing, with, even with the original Resident Evil games. Like I know, I know, I I think it was last year I went back to try and replay um, Resi One, and like the remake of Resi One, and that it had our word it, it when you play like a normal like sort of horror game or like say like even just a survival game, you just assume that like when there's guns in it, is you're always going to find ammo, but they like essentially make like. They, they intentionally make it where you need to pick your fights. You can't just go in guns blazing and just wipe everything out at the beginning because the next thing you know, like, you're halfway through the level, you've got no ammo, you've only got, say, like, melee weapons, and you've got these enemies that you really need to pop in the head and you can't. Mm, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, like, because Resident, Resident Evil, from what I've sort of read and watched, it's always been that sort of, like, survival resource management style game. And it doesn't sound like they've changed it here. Um, I do want to play it and pick it up at some stage. I probably will wait for um, maybe like winter sales on Steam yeah, or something. Yeah, or whenever def- sales definitely pop up. wait on sales if you can't get it at launch. But it's it's a really... I'm enjoying the game at the moment. I'm quite enjoying it. Mm. Um, yeah, that's my, that's my section on that. All right, anyone else? Anything else anyone want to polish up before like we cut this up short? So I'm pretty satisfied. Yeah, we've actually. we've spoken about a lot tonight. We've this is probably this is probably double double the amount of time we did last week, man. I think this is because it was only you and me last week. I want to get more yeah. people into this podcast with us, like more of our friends to come talk shit and just be. We fucking we 100 will at some stage. We just got to sort of sway them over. I would like to like 
I don't know. I don't mind if we break off from like regular game conversations. We can do other things as well. Yeah, but we're just basing it off video games for the for this mm. podcast because we quite like them. And this is what this is based on. So uh, it's, it's it's what we've all got in common: just a couple of pals sitting around talking shit, talking about games, talking yeah. shit. How was everyone's Mother's Day? Yeah, it was alright. Everyone had a good yeah. Mother's Day. Did you spend time yeah. with your mum? Not 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 a mother, but I, I had a pretty good Mother's Day. <laughs> I'm a mum. Oh wow! Congratulations. <laughs> I'm gonna be a mum. I got a baby inside of me. <laughs> It's your dog, isn't it? It's oh, my dog. No. It's your dog. It's 100% your dog. Oh, no, it's not, not, not inside of him. It's just, it, he, he's, his mother is, or he's a mother to the dog. I have a mother to the dog. My girlfriend's a mother to the dog. She was trying to drop in. She's like, what's my dog going to get me this year for Mother's Day? I'm like, fucking nothing. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to get you shit. It's like, has your dog gotten you anything else for Mother's Day previously? Mm, apparently. But fucking, I ain't doing this year because I ain't got the money for that shit. Um, I only got money for Resident Evil Village. <laughs> priorities. Game of priorities. Priorities. Yeah, we were yeah. going to do a special Mother's Day episode, but yeah, that just kind of fell through, and I was like, ah, oh, we'll do it. We, we, that's going to say, it, it's hard, it's hard when everyone's sort of busy. That's and yeah, plans yeah, on. Yeah, we, we try, we, we try and make time to sit there and actually sit down once a week to at least make the podcast, but, you know, if, if we get busy, it happens, we fucking need her. Yeah. Yeah. Still yeah. happy to just get this episode out. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just to get episodes. Doesn't three, yeah, d- doesn't matter how frequently the episodes come out. What matters is we're getting them right. out there. Yeah, no. The more of these we put out, the more likely people are going to like come and come and listen. So exactly. I'm hoping that like people come and enjoy this a lot. And you know what? If they don't, we're we're having a good time doing it regardless. Yeah. So to wrap everything up, if you're interested in any of our social media, Aussie Rascal on YouTube. That's Carl. Yo. Uh, main social media at the moment. Plus, Alyssa's got yep. the Greedy Bee uh, mm-hmm. Twitch. That's me. Go see there for her Apex and a lot of Minecraft at the moment, yep. apparently. She does very well. And she also does uh, Pokemon card unboxings. That's in there, oh, too. Oh, damn, so that's cool. Watch me. Uh, Come hang out with me, Carl. Thursday will, nights, actually, yeah, every Thursday. Yeah, yeah. And then donate, and then subscribe, oh, okay. and then pay for Amazon Premium, and then get the Twitch free subscriber, and then use that yes. on hers. I actually um, have Amazon. Uh, actually, I am an Amazon Prime oh. subscriber, so I can 100 yeah. percent do that. I'll see you tomorrow. Actually, right. I don't think I've actually used my. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> I actually haven't used my Twitch sub yet, so there we go. I've got something I can use it on. Everyone, come tomorrow night, Thursday night. Come hang out with us. Yeah, come hang out. We'll have a good. <laughs> Brandon, you got to get this episode out in like the next half an hour for this to actually make sense. Oh, it might depend. We'll see how we go. I find when these episodes, when we finish recording these episodes, and I get the audio, I'm like, "Fuck, I gotta get it done," and I like really bolt for it but i might have a share and like hang out with my girlfriend before That's i fine. do that so as long as it's before um, like you know 7 p.m tomorrow then it's all good at papa at papa kraus on twitter come tweet at me about anything you really want to talk about in the podcast even just tweet at me just to call me a fucking nerd. I don't, I don't care anyway. Give us, give us, give us some articles as well. If there is something that you want. He's desperate. If you, I want interaction with audience, but so far there is no audience. Well, yeah, it's literally episode three. Listening, <laughs> it is episode yeah. three. If, if, say, if you guys do have something you want us to talk about, tweet a Papa Kraus. What, wait, wait, we'll until, wait until we us. get to like episode 100. Mm-hmm. And You'll say, stop like, tweeting me. We've got sponsors stop and stuff. Stop tweeting me. And then they'll be like, but you told us to tweet at you, man. You said to fucking tweet at you. I'm like, fucking by, I think by that point, we'll probably like, we'll make, yeah. we'll make a Twitter account so we can just No, no, just tweet at me. No, Fuck no, that. No, all right, cool. Um, Guys, you heard okay. it. Just always tweet at him. First. If he cracks it, just keep tweeting. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> all right. I think that wraps everything up. 
Awesome. Thanks. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. Uh, see you next week. Thanks for stopping by. See yeah, you next see week. you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye.